Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're in Philadelphia in a fight week on Friday night. Yeah, man. I'm joined by Philly's own. <laughs> yeah, man. Gabe Rosado. When last time I interviewed you was in Kansas. Yeah, Kansas, man, middle of nowhere. That was a weird place. <laughs> I know, right? But uh, it was what it was. Home here. Well, yeah. you don't live here anymore, but it's home yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's home, man. I'm out here every other month. You know, I do business out here. I do real estate in Philly, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always out here. Yeah. So I live in the West Coast for the last uh, four years and a half. But it's like I never left because I'm, you know what I mean? I still come out here and my whole family's out here and things like that, so it's home. Why has no one defended a world title from Philadelphia in Philadelphia for 16 years? I don't know, man. I don't understand that. Like, when um, when I found that out, I was like, damn, I thought Danny did, but he wasn't a champion at the time when he fought out here. I thought Bernard had did it, but he didn't, so I'm like... I mean, it's dope, you know, bringing... bringing but I'm assuming the last person was Hopkins 16 years ago. That sounds right, doesn't it? Yeah, well, Hopkins uh, was defending his titles in Vegas, New York, Atlantic City. Yeah. I mean, close to Philadelphia, you know, you're fighting New York, that's close. You know, that's an hour train right away. Atlantic City is, you know, pretty much like a hometown fight. It's only a 40-minute drive, but, you know, technically it's New Jersey, so it's not Philadelphia, but, you know, this is dope. It was dope, you know, bring championship boxing back to Philly. Mm. Yeah. It seems like boxing at a top level, kind of what we're seeing Friday night, hasn't hasn't even been here. Forget people defending their world titles yeah. in Philly. I'm saying as a whole, yeah, yeah. when's the last time there was a kind of a show like this yeah. in Philadelphia? Yeah. Well, I think I think um, there was a fight like Jesse Hart had fought uh, uh, Zuro Ramirez for a title. Ramirez was the champion. Mm. Jesse Hart came up short, but I guess that was like the last big card out here. But you know, you know, for a current champion, you know, seven, you know, defending his title out here, that's pretty dope. You know, me fighting for the WO intro, that's gonna be exciting. You know, seven years last I fought in Philadelphia, so I'm excited about it, man. If it feels like old memories, like coming back, it's like you know, my family, my friends. My daughter is going to be ringside. It's uh, it's going to be it's going to be crazy. And for yourself, you you've got a direct path here. You know what yeah. you have to do. 
Yeah. You win Friday night and yeah. you're being yeah. lined up to fight Demetrius Andrade. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, man. And, I, you know, in, like in Kansas, man, you know, when we spoke, you know, I was confident going into that fight. You know, I said I was going to control the pace. I pretty much, you know, did what I, what I said I would do. I said I'll control the pace. I, I'll make a miss. You know, uh, I'll control the rhythm of the fight. I thought I did, you know. Um, unfortunately, the judges in Kansas had to draw, but, you know, uh, commentators on the zone and Eddie and many of the media and the fans had me winning the fight, period. So that's what puts me in a situation now to fight again for uh, a situation where the winner gets to the world title, you know, WBO. So, you know, my my attitude is the same but i actually feel a lot better going into this fight because you know the last fight was not so long ago so it kept me in the rhythm and i think it's important to stay active you know you're always going to look better in your next fight when you're active so you know we're just bringing that momentum going into this fight you know this fight's got i mean you're always in a war anyway yeah. you know, but this yeah. fight really has got war written all over it yeah. we know what Seleki is and yeah. what kind of uh, star we all bring. So yeah. combine that with yourself, it's yeah. it's going to make for good viewing. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it's a fight where I think it's definitely going to bring out my best because he's a fight a fighter that he's active. He lets his hands go, but and that right there is going to create opportunities for me to make him pay. You know, and. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. You know, I, I know like today was the first time I seen him face to face in person ever. You know what I mean? And I, I kind of wanted to hit him today. <laughs> just, you know, just getting that bug. Like, you know, he did the face off. I was like, man, I can't wait to let my hands go on this dude. You know what I'm saying? And it's not that I even have anything personal against him. It's just I want that. I want that title of becoming a world champion so bad that he's standing in my way and I just, I, I, I want to destroy him because I, I want it so bad. You know what I mean? I've, I've been close a few times and, you know, um, came up short, but, you know, like this is like that moment that I felt like, yo, is I have it, I'm right there and I gotta go get it. So, you know, you're definitely gonna see a hungry fighter on Friday. I'm gonna sit on my shots you know, um, I'm gonna leave it all out there, man. I'm gonna leave it all out there. And this is my hometown, I gotta leave it all out there. Like I said, my baby, my daughter, she's gonna be at the fight ringside. I can't let my baby down, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I feel. When we spoke in Kansas, we spoke about um, the situation regarding uh, Billy Joe Saunders and, and Demetrius Andrade. Yeah. Um, since then, the, the WBO actually put Billy Joe Saunders back in as the mandatory yeah. challenger to Andrade, uh, a fight that he decided for his own reasons not yeah. to take. Uh, were you yeah. surprised that he didn't I take was. that? I was, I was surprised. Yeah. I thought he would, you know, jump on the opportunity of regaining that, you know, his title, which was stripped. But, you know, only he knows what he wants to do. You know, I guess he wants to move up and, and wait. That was pretty surprising, but, you know, that's on him. That, it's good that he's doing it because, you know, it, it opens a great opportunity for me where, you know, um, the zone is filled with the middleweights. Well, it's the place to be if you want to be a middleweight. It's, it's, it's the yeah. place to be, exactly. So, you know, it's just great. You know, it's great. And obviously with uh, 
Triple G now yeah. joining the platform yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, Canelo, yourself, yeah. Jacobs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty nuts. It's been, it's, a, it's a fun time right now, man. You know, being a part of the zone. Um, you know, it's funny. It took a UK promoter <laughs> to come to Philadelphia. You know what I mean? And, and make this happen, man. But it's dope. You know, I I dig I dig what Eddie's doing. You know, he's he's young. He understands. You know the business. He understands how things work. You know, so it's it's fun uh, fighting for a guy like Eddie. You know what I'm saying on the match room uh, because you know he, he gets it. You know, so that's that's dope. What what what's the kind of opinion about Eddie Hearn? We obviously we're used to Eddie Hearn back at home. He's kind of has a, a love hate relationship with yeah. the public. <laughs> some people take to him, some people don't. Yeah. Some people will take to him, but they won't admit they're taken yeah. to him. But out here in America, it seems like uh, yeah, he's, he doesn't care about pissing people off. We yeah. see the Twitter exchange with him and Stephen Espinosa from yeah. Showtime the other day. Yeah. But uh, what's kind of the view <laughs> here, living out here, of Mr. Eddie Hearn? I mean, I think, I think people more than anything like Eddie would probably won't admit it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, um, I dig him. You know what I'm saying? I dig him. I think he's a cool dude. You know what I'm saying? And uh, like I said, you know, with me and Eddie, you know, when we talk, it's pretty much just straight up. You know, when we make things happen, it's straight up. And um, he's given me, a, you know, a, a good opportunity on this card. You know, um, he, you know, he had me winning the last fight. So he said, "Look, I thought he won the fight, so he's, you know, he, he gets the shot, and um, you know, you gotta, you gotta, um, you know, I gotta respect that. You know, not not many promoters would do that. Mm. Yeah. And any promoter that will dab and floss in the middle of an arena, <laughs> what's not to like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> funny, man. But you know, it's Eddie, man. It's Eddie. It's Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, how far where we are now?" This is downtown Philly. Yeah. So where where you grew Center up? Center City. Yeah. How far is it away from here? So, um, I grew up in North Philadelphia. That's probably a twenty minute ride. And I'm saying away from here, and it's just a whole different world. <laughs> it's a whole different world from my here. You know, a couple of my boys flew out from Los Angeles. And I took them down the way to get get a haircut, eat some Puerto Rican food, and yeah. you know they were like. What the hell? <laughs> this is crazy. You know, because it's the Badlands. Where I'm from, they call it the government. Literally, calls it the Badlands. The Badlands. The Badlands. Yeah. So, what, are we taking that for what it is? The yeah, it's really, yeah. literally, you know, you can GPS it. It's Badlands. You know what I'm saying so. Um, tough neighborhood, tough area, man. It's just really rugged, raw. You know, and um, that's where I'm from, man. You know. So I kind of like, you know, gave them the little tour of my of my neighborhood and where I grew up, you know, and things like that. So, yeah. I'd like to have been on this tour. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I know, man. This is my first time in Philadelphia. It's been dope, but but yeah, man. So, um, yeah, it's a tough city, man. But you know, I think that's what makes Philly fighters uh, unique, because um, you know, it's like the concrete jungle out here, and it's like you can't be weak. Nobody wants to be weak out here. Nobody, you know what I'm saying. I know, like I know, it's like that in other places, but it's just something different about Philly. It's like you just can't be weak, you know. And um, I think that's the mentality that a Philadelphia fighter has when they when they go into the ring. I think that's why a Philly fighter specifically has a certain type of reputation. You know what I'm saying? Like no matter what, you know, a Philly fighter is always gonna have that rep. You never you never heard of a Philadelphia fighter quit. You know what I mean? 
so it's just how it is. I heard this term today, and you can explain. I know I kind of know what it means, but you can probably explain yeah. more. There's fighters from Philly, but then there's Philly fighters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Russell Post, my advisor, said that. Yes, correct. No, that's true. Yeah, there's fighters from Philly, and then there's yeah, there's Philadelphia fighters, and and I'm a Philadelphia fighter. You know what I'm saying? Like I fought. I never turned anyone down. You know, I probably took fights premature. I wasn't, you know, ready at the time. You know, like there's an art in matchmaking. You know, Canelo is where he is because he had a team that, I mean, had a game plan on how to move him up. You know what I'm saying? So it's an art. And But, you know, with me, I kind of... I kind of just took it all, you know what I mean? Oh, I'll, I'll fight Triple G. I'll give up my number one mandatory at 154, and I'll move up and fight the guy. And that was just my whole attitude. But it's my reputation, you know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, being that I survived it and I overcame it, you know and I'm saying, and I'm here standing, I think it makes me stronger. It makes me better. That's why going into this fight, I just feel good, healthy, mentally, all the way around. I just feel good, you know what I'm saying? And, you know getting in the mix with the middleweights and everybody's in the zone i'm just i'm just excited to to show what i got and what i'm what i got to offer and i think this is the perfect fight to make that example because you know danny went the distance with this guy and this guy gave danny a good fight and you know danny's not fighting canelo so you know if i could make if i could put on a, a better performance than danny and and beat this guy convincingly you know that's going to speak volumes how do you change your image from the guy that fights anyone, been in the ring with just about everyone, yeah. everyone around your weight, yeah. but has often come up short? How, how do you change that image to yeah. to world champion, or you know, yeah. how do you change that that kind of thing for people to look at you yeah. as? a legitimate champion yeah. rather than someone who's just in a good fight and yeah. everyone who's seen you fight is yeah. kind of gives you those props and says you know Gabe's always in a war but you haven't always come out on top of them wars and yeah. you've you've been robbed in some of your fights yeah. as well you know I think like anybody that truly understands me and knows my career you know knows uh, that I've I've been robbed a few times and but I think um when you look at my last three fights, you know, it's funny because I study the fights, even though I mainly study the ones like, you know, like Martin Murray, you know, was my last loss. It was a fight that I thought I won, still think I won. And uh, like, I'll study that fight, you know, and I'll just figure out, okay, what could I do better, whatever, whatever. Even though it's a fight I thought I won, that's what I do. And I think people look at that fight and they go, man, Gabe looked good in that fight. They had me winning. And then, you know, you look at the Glenn Toppy fight. We blow him out. And then Arias was a guy that I had hurt. So I think people catch on like, man, Gabe can really fight. He can really box. And it's just, uh, I think the momentum and the way things are, are swinging, people are starting to understand like, you know, Gabe got something to bring to the table. And I think with this fight, we'll definitely stamp it where it's like, man, who cares about how many losses he got? This is a new and improved guy. You know what I mean? And I think that's what this fight will do. Would you call this, obviously we, we spoke about this at the start of the interview, this is you know what your route is now to a world title challenge. You win Friday, it's pretty much there for you. Yeah. Would you say that this is kind of possibly one of your 
last opportunities to getting a, a world title shot again? Um, I mean, you know, I really don't think about it like that. Uh, I've been very anxious this week, you know and I'm saying, and I think I've been so anxious this week because I could, I could just taste victory, you know and I'm saying, like I know I'm right there, and um, I'm usually very chilled, very relaxed, just like you know, whatever. But I've been, I've been on edge, but good, good energy, you know, like channels, you know, just, you know, not getting too caught up, but. Um, I just could taste it. I know. I know it's going to be a great performance, and it's going to be home, and and, um, and so I'm not thinking like, oh, this is the last opportunity or anything like that. I'm just like, I'm feeling good about it, and I'm anxious because uh, you know I know what's to come, and I'm saying, and I'm just excited about it. Is it sometimes difficult where you know there is that kind of reward or that shot at the yeah. end of it? Yeah. That. We know you're not gonna overlook Salahi, yeah. but just kind of because you know that there's something, you know what's in front of you, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know you have to deal with the immediate goal before you can get there. Yeah, exactly. And I've been in this position before, you know, but you know, um, I'm just I'm just locked in right now. I'm locked in. You know, we had a really good camp. Um, I'm healthy, you know. And uh, I'm excited, man. And, and Selecki is not a walk in the park. So his, I mean, his style of fighting and his competitive, you know, he's a competitor. He's definitely going to bring out the best in me. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't come half-assed in this fight. You know what I'm saying? You can't come half-assed in this fight. So I know there's going to come a time in the fight where it's going to come down to pure will. And, and I know he's not going to outwill me. I know he won't. You know what I'm saying? He's not gonna outwill me in my backyard, in front of my daughter, in front of my parents. It's not happening. You understand? So I think that's why I'm so anxious because I know I know it's gonna be one of those good performances, you know what I'm saying? Because I have to. I mean I can't I can't come up short. It's just not happening. So that's just how I feel. There's a few fight good fights on this card. Um, yeah. obviously the Hank and uh, Sparrow them two today were, was quite <laughs> entertaining to watch yeah. as well as Tevin and, and John O'Carroll so um, just take your pick from which could end up being yeah. fight of the night yeah it's a, it's a good card you know Sparrow and Hank I mean that's like a good Philadelphia brawl right there you know what I mean like I honestly don't know who's gonna win that fight you know cause you know Hank is the vet but again Sparrow's the young lion so who knows and uh, you know with Tev and Carroll you know that's that's gonna be a good one. They've been talking. If the fight is at half as good as the trash talk they've been doing. I mean, it's gonna be pretty entertaining. It's funny today because they the, their opening speeches were quite sensible, and then and I then thought, okay, answer. this is all right. And then suddenly it just switched. It's funny when they when they when Eddie just let them go at yeah. at each other. Like I kind of looked at Katie and I laughed and I said, I feel like. Uh, I feel like my parents are arguing right now. And I'm just like, <laughs> I, I'm just like, I just gotta sit down here quiet and listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> and I was well, like, you know when you go around to your house and they argue yeah. with their girl, and you're yeah. like, do I? Yeah, you just gotta there? stay yeah. quiet there and just yeah. sit and listen. So I mean, it was pretty funny, man. But mm. it got to a point where I was like, man, like, should I just get up and walk down? Like, like yeah, I mean, these guys are never gonna stop. But it was, it's funny, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, but uh, it's gonna be a good fight. And you know, I, I think Tev, man, um, Tev been active, man, and I think activity is the number one key to staying on your game and staying sharp. So 
you know, it's going to be tough to beat. It's going to be hard for Carroll to beat Tev just just because, you know, he's been active, you know. Yeah. Um, just your opinion on a couple of fights, really. What did you, did you watch the fight between uh, Chris Eubank Jr. and James Gale? Did you see that no, fight? I missed that, I missed that. No. Yeah, missed that fight. You follow the UK scene a lot? A no, lot, I do. I, I do watch the fights, but that fight started at a different time frame. Mm. So I probably was sleeping or something when that fight was on. But it's funny because I was upset when I missed it, man. Because once I saw the outcome on, on Instagram, I was like, oh, damn, I missed that fight. I mean, so, but... um. You rate Eubank Jr.? Huh? From what you've seen of Eubank Jr., do you rate him? I mean, you Eubank's a solid guy, you know what I'm saying? I think I think he loads up a lot, things like that, you know what I mean? But you know, I think he caught uh girl at the at the end, you know what I'm saying? Like the girl's not the same guy, you know, he once was when he fought um um Bobby Jack or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, so I, I think he caught the girl at the right time. You know what I mean? And the girl retired and, you know, he done good for himself, champion, Olympian, and he's made good money. So, you know, he don't got nothing to, you know, hang his head low. You know, he retired gracefully. So that was good. And May the 4th, what's your thoughts? Um, I give the slight edge to Canelo. I mean, I think Danny's a good fighter. I mean, I think he's smart, he's skillful, but I give the slight edge to Canelo, you know what I'm saying? And it's gonna be tough to beat Canelo on the scorecards, you know what I'm saying? So do I see him knocking out Canelo? I don't, you know what I'm saying? Canelo took G's best shots, never even buckled, so. Jacobs give Triple G a good fight. Yeah, he did, but I just don't see him winning on the scorecards. That's gonna be real tough, you know what I'm saying? So Cinco de Mayo in Vegas, it's gonna be a Canelo crowd. Anything Canelo does, the crowd's gonna go nuts. Definitely influences the judges, so I think in order for Jacobs to win, he has to he has to get a knockout. That's just how I see it. You gotta knock out Canelo. You're not gonna get a decision. You know what I mean? So, I I mean, if I put my money on it, I'm putting my money on a on a decision by Canelo. Or I mean, you know, Danny could Danny lately been to, he's, his chin's been a little suspect. So who knows? Interesting times in the middleweight division, that's for sure. But like I said, it's all seems to be happening on the zone, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you're at the right place. Exactly, man. So yeah, that's exactly why I'm excited, man, because I know what's to come, but I'm not looking, you know, uh, I'm not looking far ahead. I'm just, ex I'm excited, man. I'm really excited about Friday. It's like, I think you're gonna see what Philly fans are all about. Um, you know, I got a big fan base that's coming, you know, uh, so it's, it's going to be lit. It's going to be dope. Looking forward to it. Um, Gabe Rosado, thank you very much for talking Thanks, to bro. IFL TV. Uh, it's quite late here on Wednesday night, so appreciate your time as yeah. always. Thanks, man. And, uh, yeah, see you at the Wayne tomorrow. And then yeah, yeah, for sure. Friday man. night's up. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's on, man. It's going to be dope. Thank you very much. Okay. Game. I, didn't, I didn't know it was Yeah, just it. before we, sorry, just before yeah. we just finish. Um, yeah, the WBO ordered uh, Sergei Kovalev to defend his title against the UK's Anthony Yard. Yeah. And I didn't know that you'd actually sparred Anthony yeah. Yard as well. I sparred, I sparred him uh, a few times. So, like, first time I sparred him was about nearly five years ago. So I was actually in, I was actually in London just on vacation. 
And uh, are you on vacation? Yeah, I was on vacation, but yeah. I took my gear. All right, I took my gear. Yeah. I said, you yeah. know, that's what Philly fighters do. Yeah. We take our gear because you never know. Yeah. So I took my gear. I said, man, I'll probably, you know, who knows? I'll probably end up finding the gym, spar somebody. And uh, I got the bug. I got the Peacock edge. gym, yeah? Yeah, I went to Peacock gym. Yeah. And I ended up sparring uh, Anthony, man. And it was good work. And then, um, then when I went to fight uh, Martin Murray in Liverpool, I went to London for the week. And I finished camp sparring uh, Anthony. Oh, so you sparred him then as well? Yeah, 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 I sparred him then. What did you make of him when he was sparring him? What did you think of him? Big, big dude, very athletic for his size, very strong, you know what I'm saying? And and he, he got good speed for his size. You know, usually a guy that big um, isn't as quick as he is, but he, he's quick, he's a quick dude, yeah. Huge for the weight as well. Yeah, 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 he's pretty big. I mean, but um, but we had good work. It was, uh, it was the spawn was like you know more of a, like a chess match. I mean, it wasn't like a brawl or anything like that. It was just more of a chess match, you know, moving, boxing, countering type uh, type of session. But uh, but he's quick. He's a quick guy. What do you rate his chances against Kovalev? Kovalev, that's that's definitely gonna you're definitely gonna see what he's made of. You know, obviously he's been blowing out. You know, everyone they put in front of him, you know, he, he can pack a punch, but, you know, Kovalev is a vet, you know what I'm saying? And uh, Kovalev won his last fight, which I thought he would lose, you know what I mean? Because he got beat so bad the first time. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a great test for uh, for Anthony, man. You know, if he wins that fight, man, then that's, that's, that's big, something big. I'm definitely rooting for him. I'm saying I'm def definitely rooting for him. You know, we follow each other, and I mean, we stay connected through through Instagram and mm. stuff like that, man. So I'm definitely rooting for him. Yeah. Huge, yeah, huge opportunity, and yeah, if a deal's not done, I think within the next yeah. 30 days it will go to post bid. So we'll see what happens. But oh, for sure, for sure. And if that fight happens, is it happening in the UK or that? I don't know. Obviously, yeah. we'd love to see that fight from yeah, a UK yeah. perspective. We'd love for Kovalev to come over here, but obviously. Probably the chances are I mean, that Anthony has to travel to the U.S. I think I think Anthony has a good chance with uh, his movement in boxing. You know, he you know you definitely want to take something from the Andre Ward fight as far as Andre boxing, moving, being slick, countering. And I think you know he has that he has those attributes. So you definitely want to use that. I think if he gets in there and tries to brawl with Kovalev, then had a favor Kovalev. So my advice to him would be you know study Andre Ward and you know definitely. Use that jab, you know what I'm saying? Keep keep Kovalev off balance. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to wrap this up for the second Same. time now. No I just wanted no your thoughts on that. Yeah. Uh, Gabe, thank you very much. No we'll doubt, catch bro. up with you over the weekend. No doubt. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.